Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today as usual. We have our evening with Medium Events on December 4th at the Hampton Inn that we are still hoping is going to run. Tickets are on sale at the website by sarlow.com and we are promising anyone buying tickets that if we need to cancel with any reason related to COVID, you will be fully refunded. So there's no risk in purchasing a ticket to reserve your spot. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are 10 to 15 minute shows. They run in a series of five and they run the very first week of every single month, Monday to Friday. The first show is free and it is available at YouTube, pardon me, on YouTube or at the website by sarlo.com. The remaining four can be found at patreon.com backslash by sarlo. Yeah, that's your emotional and intelligence toolkit. Um, mm. That is that is for all you people looking to do the the dirty work, mm, the good dirty work, the good dirty work. Yes, um, and we also want to mention too that we are still up and running through COVID times. We are seeing people um, via distance for personal sessions, mm-hmm. uh, Skype, FaceTime, telephone, Zoom, WhatsApp, Theralink. We're open to new to new uh, avenues as well. Gift certificates are also available for purchase for anywhere anywhere in the world, yeah. um, and we can arrange for payment and pickup if necessary. Everybody asks one question when they want to book, uh, anyone local anyway, wants to know if our sessions are just as accurate. If you are in a different country, a different city, sitting in your living room with your jammies on, um, or a hospital, a school, anywhere, they are just as accurate. Our relationship with the spirit world is what creates the accuracy, not where you're sitting. You get more and more polite as you say that. (laughs) You know what? I'm trying. It's great. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Like, okay, never mind. I was just going to say I get tired of saying it. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out because it's COVID and it's a daily question and sometimes it's eight times a day question. Mm -hmm. I know people would understand the fatigue of answering the same thing repetitively and then for every podcast. But it's still important to make sure that people understand that. For sure. Mm -hmm. I can understand, too, if your first and only experience was with someone who asked you to physically bring something tangible um, for them to touch to the session, I would probably have the same... The same concerns. Yeah. And if, you know, as people are just finding our podcast, if they're just listening to episode 271 right. as their first introduction, yeah, um, then it would still be an important thing to address. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I have a story today, um, a client story, and um, it's about a gentleman that uses the telephone. It's a half hour session and you can name him. Okay. Um, let's go with Thatcher. <laughs> I'm rewatching it. <laughs> so bingo square Grace anatomy reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Thatcher calls and, um, we get through the consent process. And I do say that often because again, if people are cluing into this for the, or tuning in to this <laughs> for the very first show, that um, there is always a consent process that you and I use for every session, mm-hmm. no matter what kind of a session it is. So after we get through consent and he says that there are no boundaries, um, I said, what would you like? And you know, some people, you know, say, well, don't you know? And because there are about 10 different services, and it's not just psychic 
or just medium, but there's a variety, there's quite a variety. Um, I always like to ask the client in case they have their own list, they have their own direction. So he, he said to me, um, yes, I have a question and that's it for the hour and then whatever you get. And I said, oh, cool. okay. And he said, um, where's my brother? Mm. And I said, um, what? Because I'm thinking, oh, is this a missing person? And he says to me, um, I'm not saying anything else. I just want you to answer the question. And and, and he was firm, mm-hmm. which is fine. And he's he's not mean. I don't get any energy... Um, I don't know how to say that, like skeptical or it's just stress. Oh God, yeah, and 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 yet I don't know. You're going to hear it in the story. So he just says, um, "Just answer the question. Where's my brother?" So, do you want to name his brother? I wasn't prepared for this. I know. Um, okay, <laughs> little shit in your pants. <laughs> um, yes, Justin. Justin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I said, okay, to his brother, I'm going to call him Justin, but he doesn't tell me his brother's name. Mm-hmm. This is just for the benefit to actually tell the story and for mm-hmm. people to understand and follow it along. Neat, uh, neat that you're saying that because it's also irrelevant to us. That's correct. And it's interesting based on other people's experiences, like I said in the beginning, um, people will sometimes offer us a name. Yeah. Thinking that it's going to do something for us or help us, and in fact, it doesn't. Yeah. So he just says to me, uh, you know, uh, just answer that question. And I, so I said to his brother, I said to Justin, dead or alive, which is our standard question when we're connecting to the spirit world. And he says, oh, I'm dead. And I said, oh, okay, you're here. That's fantastic. Let's get going then. And he says, no, just answer the question first. He goes, you'll see what's going to happen here. Just, follow along, Karen. So I'm like, okay. So I said, well, I said, he's telling me that he's dead. And he goes, yeah, I know that. And it's <laughs> your face. <laughs> and I, and I'm, and I, as I said, it's by telephone. So I'm sitting in the house in my office going, this is very disjointed energy. What? Yeah. yeah. What, what do you mean? You, what do you mean? You know that? okay, maybe there's more to this. I still don't understand. So it's quite the puzzle for me. And he goes, yep. He goes, uh, my brother's dead. I know that. I would imagine it's he's asking based on a belief system. I don't know. So then he goes, uh, I said, where is he? And so I said, Justin, where are you? <laughs> he goes, He goes, well, smell it. And I'm like, what? And he goes, smell it. You use all your senses so you can smell it. And I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, Justin, are you testing me too? And he goes, no, no, go ahead, smell it. And I could smell earth. So I'm like, oh, he's in the ground. He's buried. And he goes, that's right, I'm buried. And I said, well, are you in a cemetery? Or like, do I have to go find a body somewhere? And he goes, no, I'm in a cemetery. And I'm like, okay. So I said to his brother, I said, Thatcher, I said, um, Justin says that he's he's buried and that um, he's in a cemetery. He goes, I know that. <laughs> Thatcher, are you drinking? <laughs> um, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's that's a really fair comment. It didn't dawn on me, but okay, I get where you're coming from. 
And I'm also trying to present to the listener his attitude mm-hmm. and the, how his I, tone, I know what you're doing. Yeah, how his tone of voice is. I'm trying to address the listeners that may not have come for sessions yet to say, like, this is not how you behave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get it. So um, he says, where? And so I'm like, okay. He just keeps saying, where? So I said, Justin, I said, can you show me a little bit better where you are? And all of a sudden, I'm back in my childhood, and I'm walking through the funeral home, and I'm downstairs playing, and I'm a little girl again, and I'm running in the casket room because we... we Yeah, this is Karen's real life. Yes, this is my real life. And I'm, I'm playing hide-and-seek, which we, we did lots in the funeral home. And I'm going between the embalming room and the big storage room that was off the embalming room that had all tons of caskets in it um, for storage that weren't in the display rooms. And when you came out of the embalming room, on the right-hand side were all the baby caskets. And so I'm walking through, and I'm like, Justin, where are you? And he goes, I'm in here. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> this is great. A, this is in a session. Like, this is just fantastic. And, of course, I'm so happy. I'm so happy because, well, Thatcher's not making this session easy, mm-hmm. but Justin is making it really fun for me mm-hmm. because I'm a little girl again, and I'm literally running back in the funeral home playing with my brothers and sisters, and, oh, my goodness, tons of friends that played in there with us. Well, okay, cool. I don't want to take away any anything from your experience, but like, I want to point out for people the vividness of what he, of what Justin is doing for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And beca- because as people know, you know, especially people who have been following us for a long time who have tried to develop and are developing their own intuition, mm. your all of our reference systems are very very different. Yeah. And so for Justin to be able to use a piece of your childhood um, to safely, and I mean emotionally mm-hmm. safe, present uh, what his situation is slash was would be very different from someone who has no, did not grow up in a funeral home, let's yeah. say, yeah. Um, and they had to learn this information that he was a baby when he passed. So he's in the baby casket. Yeah. And so he goes, I'm in here. And I'm like, oh, this is just like hide and seek. So I'm, f- I'm opening up the caskets looking. <laughs> and of course, that's fun for me. Um, and because, normal. And normal, because I also, I, I, I had been in some of them. So like playing as a kid. So this is not scary. This is not threatening. Mm-hmm. This is not, ooh, or, you know, woo-woo stuff or what three-headed or whatever. This is just all good, fun childhood for me. And so I find them. Anyone who's dropped their jaw and is considering the pause or the stop button, maybe you should just go back to episode one first. Okay. So I open it up, and he's a baby in the casket, and I get to pick him up, and I get to hold mm. him. So he's he's like, okay, so you found me. And, you know, somebody might go, this is, this is bizarre. Well, no. This it's, is lovely. Yeah. Think about f- taking your baby out of the crib. I, I when you're a little of, girl playing playing with your little babies. Oh, that's or a little not boy. what I was thinking of. Oh, what were you thinking? Any mother or father who's listening right now who may have lost a oh, child right. to stillborn, to mm. SIDS, to any freak accident mm. where um, they died as an infant and you're saying, you found me. 
to, to know that a soul can be found on the yeah. other side and not, and I'm, I'm sure Justin is going to continue speaking to you as an adult male. Yeah. Um, so that listeners also get to hear, not only is my baby okay yeah. and, and pe- people or other souls know where they are, um, they don't remain a baby lost in a baby casket. That's right. They don't. This is, I love this. Yeah. Keep going. So so now I'm holding this little baby, and I'm like, I'm totally enthralled with this. I found him. I'm so happy. He's so happy. So I said to Thatcher, oh, I said, um, he's a baby. You didn't tell me that. And he goes, that's correct. I just said, where is he? And I said, well, he's a baby. So then I said to Justin, I said, okay, this, like, is this current? Is this like, you're still a newborn? He goes, oh my God, no, I died in 1950. And I'm like, 1950, spot on? He goes, no, I'll say the 50s, just say that. That's going to be close enough. He's not going to care exactly what year. That's not the point. Well, we don't know what Thatcher cares about just yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I said, Thatcher, I said, he says that he died like in the 1950s. I said, this is, this is a sibling that is, and you obviously are an older person. You're not calling in your, you know, in your 20s or something. And he goes, yeah, like this. And I went, okay, but I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm also trying to point out how people sit in their own stuff. And dismiss. And dismiss everything that we we say or how we get this stuff. Yep. So I said, well, he's a grown man. I said, so he's a fully developed soul. This, I'm not looking for a baby anymore. And he goes, what? And I said, well, uh, we'll just leave it at that. So your, your brother would now be like, you know, in his 70s kind of a thing. And he goes, oh, yeah. And I said, okay. I said, so he's saying that he's in a cemetery. And then I turned to Justin and I said, um, is he going to ask me where again? And he goes, yes. And I said, this isn't specific enough. And he goes, not at all. He already knows all of that. And I said, oh. So I said, Thatcher, you already know that he's dead and he's in a cemetery. Yes. Where? So I said to Justin, okay, I, do, I, don't, I just don't know what he's looking for, so continue. <laughs> he says to me, well, he goes, take a peek. So then I see my dad standing at the cemetery, who was the funeral director, and my dad is digging up a grave. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is happening? And so my dad's digging up the grave, and he's digging up someone else's grave. So I'm like, Dad, no, no, don't dig up the wrong grave. I'm looking for a guy named Justin. And he goes, I know. Like, I know Karen Ann. Would yeah. like he knows how to do his job. Calm your yeah, calm, <laughs> calm your tits. No, I was gonna say calm your shit down. <laughs> I got this. I'm dead. I got this. And I'm like, okay, so Dad's dead. He's got this. I'm just gonna watch him dig up a grave that is not Justin's. Oh. And and it's like what? And he goes, I got this, Karen Ann. He goes, come on over here and take a look. So I go over. I look down into the grave. It says someone's name, complete freaking stranger, and look down, and there is a full-sized adult casket, and on top of the casket is a baby casket, and I'm like, oh, Dad, I remember you talking about stuff like that. He goes, there you go. That's why I showed up, sweetheart, and I'm like, Dad, thank you. I said, but don't leave. I might need to ask you more questions. The likelihood is good. Yeah, with Justin. So I said to Thatcher, hey, Thatcher, I said, your brother 
is in a baby casket, and the casket is buried in a plot on top of someone else's casket. And he goes, go on. First different response. Which would be like the first inkling, like nudging towards a... That I might have something right. Yeah. <laughs> so I said to, to um, Justin, I said, why are you in someone else's grave? And he goes, that's really the question here. Not where, it's why. My brother has been like screwing you around. And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, he's not being very nice to you, and that's what he's like. He goes, I'm in my neighbor's grave. And I'm like, you're in whose grave? <laughs> he goes, I'm in my neighbor's. I'm, I'm buried on top of my neighbor. That is exactly what he wants to know, but he's got more questions once you say this. And I said, why don't you talk to me for a bit? I'm like, why don't you give me some more information? I'm like, I'm really confused. He goes, No. He goes, just say the one thing at a time to my brother, because this is going to be easier for you because of his personality. He's making this harder on you than it needs to be. So I said, okay. So I said that information to Thatcher. I said, well, I said, Justin is telling me that um, he's in this casket on top of an adult casket, and that um, that's where he's buried, and that there is no... Oh, pardon me, that the person that he's buried on top of is a neighbor. And he goes, okay. He goes, um, why? So now he's asking the real questions that he really was meant to ask at the very beginning, but just wasn't going to do that. He asked where to see if I was any good and if I was going to say what he already knew because he wanted me to prove it all. Not nice. No, it's 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 not a nice session, so uh, or or with a healthy client. I don't. That's my way of wording that. So, Justin says to me, "I'm buried on top of a neighbor because my parents didn't have any money to bury me." So the family next door said, "You can bury um, your baby on top of my dad." Wow. So, you know, plots cost money, and they didn't have the money. That never even dawned on me. It did on me, and it made complete sense to me, because I remember my dad telling me stuff like that, where he would say, oh, and this person is going to be buried at the cemetery, and I would hear him making the call, hey, this family doesn't have any money. Do you have Mm -hmm. a plot that is, you know, open um, with the family consent to someone? And I remember my dad doing so many things for families that just did not have the money to do things where he tried very hard that if they were Catholic and wanted to be buried in the Catholic cemetery, how can we get that done? If they were Protestant and wanted to be buried with a Catholic family member, but they were of a different faith, how can we get these things done? I just remember my dad trying to manage things for people's hearts, not for what a religion or the systems were supposed to do, mm-hmm. but to actually heal people's hearts in grief. And so I would, I'm so grateful that he was my dad mm-hmm. and that he shared those stories with me at the funeral home. He'd come back after a funeral and go, okay, we got that baby buried in that cemetery, Karen And I would be, because I, I worked with him from the time I was 12 till 20, 
I got to hear all those stories of how he did those things. So it made complete sense to me that dad is the one showing me this this day for Thatcher and Justin. Um, so I said to uh, Thatcher, I said, well, I said, he's buried there because your your parents couldn't afford it. And he goes, well, that would be very true. My parents wouldn't be able to afford something like that. That's very true. And I said, okay. And then um, he says to me, um, uh, just answer the question, why? And I said, no. I said, you know what, Thatcher? I said, you, you need to be more respectful and you need to give me a little bit more I don't mind doing as much as I can for you, but finish your thought. And I said, it's, it's, this is, you're making this harder than it needs to be. I can do this for you. It just doesn't have to be this difficult. So he said, well, he says, I want to know why we can't find him. And I said, oh, okay. So I said to Justin, why can't we find you then? And he said, well, he said, there's no stone for me. He said, so when your dad showed you the plot, he showed you the stone. You didn't see my name on it, did you? And I said, no. He goes, well, go back and look at the ground and see if you can move the grass or if you can actually see like a flat stone. So, you know, in cemeteries, mm-hmm. there are some that are like just... a stone and then a flat one? Yeah. And some of them are just, you know, um, parallel to the earth. Mm-hmm. So if they're overgrown at all, you'd never find them. But some of them are there. They're just overgrown with grass and moss and other stuff. And he goes, no, there is no stone. And he says, this is important to Thatcher, Karen. He says, you can tell him that there is no stone there. And he's actually wanting to ask you way more questions. So let me answer a couple of things. He said, first of all, he says, I don't need that. But if he wants to put, if the family wants to put a a stone up for me, that's fine, but I don't want it on my neighbor's Mm -hmm. plot. He said, tell them to take the stone and to go ahead and put it on our family plot. He goes, I'm not there anyway. I'm in the spirit world. I'm pure energy. I'm everywhere. I'm happy. He said, they're trying to figure out what to do to validate me. And that's for them to figure out. They can validate me by writing a book about me or saying my name or doing whatever they want. It, they can buy a necklace and wear it. They can tattoo my name on their shoulder. Who cares? It's up to them because it has meaning for them and I appreciate what they choose. But I don't need a stone. I don't need a plaque. I don't need anything. So just let them do what they want to do. So I said, okay. I will pass that along. And that is exactly why Thatcher was calling. He wanted the, the fact, the proof from a medium that he was buried in the cemetery. And, oh, I forgot a fact about this, Kelly. When he said where, remember at one point, um, Justin saying to me, I'm in this location in Winnipeg. And I'm like, oh. I don't always get locations like that. And he says, I'm not in Winnipeg. I'm out on the outskirts, and that's going to be significant. And I said, do I have to now know the name of the city and the cemetery? And he goes, no. And I said, well, he's probably going to ask me because he wants proof, proof, proof. And he goes, yeah, I'm done with that. And I'm like, okay, but Thatcher might not be done. And he goes, yeah, I don't care. He says, we've proved it. He says, you, you've proven everything. 
and he says, um, I'm, I'm okay. He says, he knows the cemetery. He's just, he's just stretching and making you prove more and more. He says, we're going to call that a day. And I'm like, okay, I really like that. So I said to Thatcher, I said, it's in Winnipeg. It's on the outskirts. And he goes, yeah. He goes, well, what cemetery? And I said, no, I said, I, I'm not doing that, Thatcher. I said, because Justin won't do it. And he goes, okay. He goes, why not? And I said, well, because Justin says that it's just like you're never satisfied with enough proof and that we've given you a lot of validations today. You've called a complete stranger who was able to tell you about the casket buried on top of another casket, and you're just dismissing everything. And I said, you know the cemetery, and you know your family plot, and you know where you want to put him. So I'm done. And I said, and Justin says, we're done, so we're done. I've got nothing, because if the spirit world won't answer your questions, then I've got nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm not the boss. Justin's the boss. My dad's the boss at this point. The spirit guides are the boss, not me. And apparently, they feel you got what you needed. And I'm, I'm happy. When the session was over, I said to Thatcher, how are you? Like, how are things going? And he said, well, Karen, he says, you know, he says, there are some people in my family, some of my brothers and sisters, that are going to hear what you've just said, and, and they already knew this. It's going to affirm for them because they've tried to tell the rest of us in the family that Justin was buried in that plot. It's just that some of us just could not believe that. So there's been this discrepancy. He didn't say family fight. He said this discrepancy in our family. And we thought because there was no plaque or or no stone on the ground to say that's where he was buried, that we just could find it somewhere else in the cemetery. So we keep going there and looking at other graves and our family's grave, and we wanted things dug up. We wanted, And I'm like, what? And he goes, so I just decided I'd call a medium to settle this argument in our family. And he said, and you flat out have said exactly what the story in my family is about Justin. And I said, oh, and he goes, so it lays to rest for me that I'm not, I'm not proceeding with anything. He said, I was one of the ones that didn't believe it, and I wanted to... I wanted to do something, and he says, and there was all this angst in me about it. And I said, angst or anger? And he goes, well, why do you why do you ask that? And I said, because all during your session, even though all you kept saying was where, I said, I kept feeling anger from you and couldn't figure out if it was directed towards me or what the anger was about. And he goes, oh, that's my anger. And he says, it's, it's, he says, I'm so sorry. It's not directed at you, it's, but it's all my anger. And he said, and it's just, it's just family stuff. And I said, so family stuff as in you fight about other things. So this was just one more thing to fight about where each of you want, you wanted to be right. And so you're annoyed that you're not. And he goes, yeah. Well, that's a lesson. Yeah, isn't it? He goes, so now I have to go back and eat my humble pie. Hmm. And then that was it. That like There was no further discussion with him. It was just that he felt that if he called a complete stranger who is a medium, 
heard enough validations, which is why he was not willing to say a single thing to me other than tell me where my brother is, where, and just wouldn't give me anything else because he was the one that was giving and causing grief in the family for his siblings who kept saying, we know where Justin is. There is no stone and we're fine with it. And he wasn't. Well, I don't know where or how he got your number, but I'm glad he got yours. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't, and this isn't to talk down about any other medium. I just don't, I wouldn't bank on the fact that a random medium has as much emotional intelligence as you do. Hmm. And I don't know that, or synesthesia, right? Right. And so I highly doubt that had he called just someone that he would have had that discussion after the fact, Mm. that the emotions and the need for humility would have even been a topic of conversation Mm. or that he would have been put in his place by another medium, who knows, Mm. right? Because, and I I think a lot of people, no matter what position you hold in your career, depending on where you are in your career and your own esteem, that you may try to continue to prove. You may try to continue to do what the client asks, the boss asks, whoever it is, um, and not necessarily feel that you can stand up, not just for yourself, but as you did for the spirit world and say, no, that's not how this works. Yeah. I've learned. Uh, well, I know. And I'm just saying that mm-hmm. because of that learning, Justin or, um, Thatcher has an opportunity to... Take something away from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's way more to that story, eh? Mm-hmm. About what's going on in the family, that he's got all that anger and has to be right. and mm-hmm. Yeah, and how it, it's all bottled up, but I can feel it in the session when he's just simply asking that one question repeatedly mm-hmm. and doesn't want to acknowledge anything until it comes out and that he has purposely called and devised the session to be that way in his head to get his needs met like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand. Well, well done. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I, um, you know, once it's, it's over and then, you know, you go on with your day and then at supper time I get to dance with my dead people in the kitchen again. And Justin comes into the kitchen and he's like a fully evolved spirit. And it's not just this baby in the casket thing. Is just so delightful for me that he comes in and it's like he high fives me and we do a little two step together and it's just, huh, it just fills my heart. Mm-hmm. So I don't wait for my the humans to fill my heart. I feel lucky if a human feel, um, helps me fill up my heart in a session because it's not it's not done often. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mean that to be to be mean to people, but quite often it just doesn't happen. But I know that I can fill myself back up again with my dancing. <laughs> you have such a better routine. I need to take note from you. Um, I came out of um, two sessions back to back yesterday, and the 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 one that I ended with uh, happened to be two young young men who lost their lives. Oh! And uh, yeah. I raced out of the session when I hung up the phone to the washroom because that's 
my routine. And I sat on the toilet and did my business and said, thank you so much. I had so much fun channeling you guys. And (laughs) these two dudes are looking at me like, this is where you say your thank yous? I'm like, yeah, this is like my office. You're like, okay. I do have a a better plan. You do. I'm I'm taking note. (laughs) Yeah. I get that though. Like sometimes you just. I ran, you ride the high all the way across the hallway to the bathroom and it's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I get that. I, and I, I, yeah, we'll just leave it at that because it's two great stories. We could discuss that, but it's just, I I still think it's quite adorable that you get yours on the toilet. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so if you guys have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at Remember, if you're wanting more emotional intelligence or intuitive intelligence or both, you can head to patreon.com backslash and check out the tiers there. And if you're watching today, please take the time to subscribe to the YouTube videos. The logo in the bottom right corner is the subscription button. So if you just give that a click, you'll get notified every time a new video pops up. Um, And we hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Take care.